good. What's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful Friday. <laughs> I really hope you are. I'm having a wonderful Friday, and that's always a good thing. All right, man. I'll tell you. We have a lot going on here today, man. I'll tell you a whole lot we're going to talk about. And um, I'm looking for some very, 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 very great conversation um, regarding the topics we'll be talking about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Gerald Fogle. Y'all know who that is. Jared, the subway man. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about old Jared. Yeah. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the mistrial in Baltimore um, relations to uh the um, Freddie Gray case. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And um, let's see, what else we're going to talk about? I don't know. Whatever else you decide to talk about, we we, we got it for you. <laughs> we have it for you. Yes, we do. Oh, man. Ah, I tell you, I'm relaxed, man. I am. I'm totally relaxed right now. I don't know why, but I am. <laughs> don't know why but it's always a good thing to have you here with me to relax with me uh man i had an outstanding um song of the day for you but i guess i was late to try and upload it because i don't see it on my on my board here so we're gonna have to go with another another song for you it's one i haven't played before yeah it's kind of out of the realm of what i usually play <laughs> but hey we all grow, right? We all grow and evolve, as some people say. I don't know about the evolving point, but okay. <laughs> we made it. We made it, that's for sure. That's for sure. All right, anyway, so you want to be a part of this show today. You want to talk to me, Mr. Talk, or whoever's on the panel, or make a comment about something we talked about. There's multiple ways for you to do that. Uh, the first way is you can call me. That's the easiest way. Just pick up your phone and dial 347-838-8622. Press the number one on your keypad. That shows me that you're in the queue and you want to have a conversation or join the conversation. I'll let you in and you get to talk to the one and only Mr. Talk. <laughs> um, you can also email me at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. Um, throughout the show, after the show, yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you. I will. Um, also, let's see, um, there's our chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, we have conversations there as well. So you can join in and have those conversations. And let's see, I think that's about it for right now. <laughs> No, I still haven't updated the website. I guess I'm going to have to get hot on that website, man. I'll just be busy, y'all. Y'all just don't know how busy I am sometimes. But it's all right. I'm going I'm, I'm to update the website. I am. Um, I think we got enough content now to where we can do that and not feel like we have shortchanged you at all. Because I don't like shortchanging you. I don't. I really don't, man. You know, sometimes I feel guilty. Cause I feel like I've shortchanged my audience. You can't be shortchanging audiences, man. That, that's never a good thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but anyway, 
Anyway, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Oh, yes, it is. That's important to me. So, you are. The listener, you are important to me. Y'all want to know why you're important to me? Because without you, my show wouldn't be what it is today. That's true. That's true. From you listening to you contributing to the conversations, you know, um, bringing in very valuable information. It's just great to have you here with me. Yeah. We're a family, people. We're a family. You may not want to admit it, but we're a family. We are to hear from each and every one of you. Okay. Uh, You know what? I'm being honest. I look forward to hearing from some of you. (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. I just have to say it. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. Some of you work the nerves, but it's okay. I still love you. I do. <laughs> Without you working my nerves, would would wouldn't keep me sharp as sharp as I am. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I, okay, y'all. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist that. But anyway, I do appreciate you listening, um, even live or during the archives. You know, I know a lot of you are at work and you can't really listen like you would, you wish you could. So you go back and listen to it after, you know, I'm off the air and to the shows that are archived. And I want to say thank you for that. I really do. Because you count too. You do. You do. And if you have any questions about anything we talk about after you've listened to the archives, hey, just shoot me an email, ericlesstalk at gmail.com, and um, I'll get back to you. I surely will. Um, you know, those are all the things I have to say right off the bat here. Um, you know, like I said, today is Friday. This is a Freedom Friday. Hey, let's have some fun and some great conversation. Because I don't, and I tell you, <sighs> Freddie Gray, didn't I tell you, no, I'm not going to get into that next because I, 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 forget, I forget about my song of the day, and I will play the song of the day first. But I have some real interesting thoughts, I think, about uh, Fred, the really Freddie Gray case, and uh it's something that happened prior to the case that really really, I think, set the precedent for what we're seeing now. But we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, like I said, we're going to talk a little um, Jared from Subway, you know, the fat guy that's supposed to got skinny eating Subway sandwiches. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the young lady in, in South Carolina, that the, the, the white Security resource officer, as they called him, at the school drug hide or the desk. Yeah, well, you know the the state is still trying to prosecute her. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well, and a few other things. So, you know, get ready, get your pencil and paper ready, and sit back and and get ready to take notes. So when the phone lines open up, you be ready for me, cause I'm gonna be ready for you. That's the truth. All right. So the song I'm going to play now, um, it was sent to me by uh, 
who a listener. They said they wanted to hear this song on the show. Well, I'll try to please you. I do. And I, I listened to it, and I'm like, okay. All right. It's a very interesting um, video, in fact. Very interesting. So, you know, I decided to play I'm going to play it for you today. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it's about four minutes long. And after we get finished, uh, we're going to come back and get started with the show. All right. So without further ado, here's Raheem Devon and Bulletproof. Enjoy. Better pay, but we got. 
got our work cut out for us, so we better pray. Pray to uphold the weak, not for eternal sleep. But if I die, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. That's right, man. That's right. That was Raheem Devon. Bulletproof. <laughs> nice little smooth cut there. I like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Man, what a song. What a song. You know, living like a bulletproof. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. <laughs> man, I, you know what? I say go and look at the video. But you know what? Listening to that song and just the words, living like a bulletproof. I, I you know, I, I true Lord, have mercy. I get, I can get this. I can, man, I can talk about that song right there. Living like a bulletproof. Woo! <laughs> oh man, 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 man. You know, but yeah, nice jam, man. Thank you, Cloud, for um, recommending that song. Um, yeah, that was that was a nice cut there. That was, that was a real nice cut. Hey, I enjoyed it. I did. <laughs> I'm about ready to hear it again. They live like a bulletproof. Yeah. But anyway, we all know we're not bulletproof, though. I don't know whether that, I think that's a good thing, though. That's a good thing. You know, someone walk around here and, and we think we bulletproof. We really do. We we feel that we are 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 immune to the to the the the, the, the bad things that's going around in society. Not just physically, but mentally, you know, mentally. And I think mentally, when you when you get to walking around thinking that you're bulletproof, makes you even more susceptible to the bullets. Yeah. Now, I know somebody said, Mr. Todd, that don't make any sense. Well, maybe not to you. To me, it makes a whole lot of sense. Because, see, if you're walking around thinking you're bulletproof, you put yourself in some situations that you really normally wouldn't put yourself into. That's right. That you normally know. You have no business in that situation from the get-go. But because you think you are bulletproof, I don't know why I have some words sometimes, you know, you just think you can't be hurt. And that's not the fact, people. That's not the fact, you know. It, it's not, and, and it, it's more prevalent. I, I think we overlook it more mentally than we do physically, because we all know physically no one's bulletproof. I don't care if you got a bulletproof vest on or or uh, um, the armor in the military. There's always sweet spots in the armor somewhere where you can get in, you know. And it's the same men- as far as mental. Now, I don't care how strong you think you are mentally, there's always a way in. There's always a way in. But the biggest problem is admitting that you are you are you do have a weakness. 
yeah, some of you walk around like you just you're perfect. You have no weaknesses, and especially mentally, you on top of the world. No one can touch you, and you're wrong. You're wrong, wrong, just wrong. <laughs> And some of you learn the hard way. Some of you learn the hard way. You know, you walk around with closed minds. Yeah. And your way or no way. It's your way or no way. Yeah, that's walking around like you're bulletproof. Your way or no way. You know, no way. And this is just, it's a really ridiculous way of walking around, I should say. Because you're missing out on so much. You are. You're missing out on so much. Much that can help you. Now, some of it may hurt you, but it makes you stronger. It's not going to kill you. (laughs) Hopefully. You know. But then again, for you bulletproof people, you can't be killed anyway because you're bulletproof. Walking around like you're bulletproof. Yeah, well, I used to be that way at one time. I really did. I used to walk around and think, man, ain't nothing going to bother me. Nothing can harm me. Nothing. I am bulletproof. I am the ultimate. Yeah, well, I don't want to (laughs) say I learned my lesson from that. (laughs) I was much younger at the time anyway, so... You know, I, I guess you could say a lot of times with age comes wisdom and understanding. And I, I eventually um, came to that, that, that realization that, no, I'm not bulletproof. Now, don't get it twisted now. I can deflect a lot of them. <laughs> you know, I, I can keep them out for the most part, but there's always one or two that may get in. You know, but... um. All I'm saying, saying to people is, you know, sometimes think about what you're getting yourself into, you know. Think about what you're getting yourself into. You know, um, none of us are um, um, impenetrable. That's the word I was trying to say earlier. None of us are. Mentally, physically, okay. So we know we walk around in a shell, this is what, what we walk around in every day that people are so in mind, you know, so um, um, taken with your beauty, what have you. It's just temporary. It is. It's temporary. But your spirit is forever. But the question is, do you think you bulletproof? Anyway, um, let's get to talking to some some stuff, some topics, man. I ooh Lord. <laughs> I started sweating talking about that, boy. That was getting, getting kind of loaded. That was getting kind of deep there. All right, so, anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Um, you want to join the conversation today, no problem. 347-838-8622. Email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget our chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I want to hear from you, all right? Um we got quite a few topics we gonna we gonna jump on we gonna talk about today and um you know I almost forgot about this one here um you know with the with the onslaught of 
so-called terrorism here in the United States. You know, everything is, is terrorism, and if you want to really um, be honest with it, anytime terrorism is, is mentioned in this country, you have a specific group of people who are, are, are taking the onslaught of, you know, this, this thing that's called terrorism. Um, but it's amazing how the mainstream media fails to tell you about some other stuff that's going on. Like this white guy named Eric Fight, F-E-I-G-H-T. Um, <laughs> this cat here wanted to blast Muslims with a death ray in upstate New York. Now, this is some of the craziest stuff I have read, but it, I, I, I chose this story to show you that, you know, um, what you see on television, as my dear friend calls it, it's not everything that it seems to be, okay? It's not. And once you realize that, that I kind of uh, uh, clear your judgment, okay? Clear your judgment a little bit. Um, this guy is a 55-year-old man who thought he had procured a working X-ray device that could focus lethal levels of radiation on residents of an upstate New York commit community, Okay? <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. Um like I say, this guy this is a white guy. This is a white guy. He's not Muslim. Um he his intent was to hurt Muslim Americans. You know, it, it really was. That's that was his intent. His intent. He wanted to do him some harm now. Um but anyway, he was found out. He was found out, found out, you know. He was sentenced to prison for 97 months. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy, man. Almost eight years. Well, this is a little bit more than eight years, I think. I don't know. I, okay. Anyway, um, for providing material support to terrorists, um, he would have gone through with the plot, um, but federal agents fooled him by posing as Ku Klux Klan members who posted finance and obtain a radiation device that didn't actually work, the FBI said. Now, see, that's the interesting part. The FBI said something that didn't actually work. You can, you can believe it in some kind of way. May work as the guy wanted it to, but it worked. It worked, trust me. Um, you know, but I, I just wanted to, 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 to bring this story out. I know it sounds a little far-fetched, um, but you notice you didn't hear anything about that. You didn't hear a word about it because it does not fit the dynamic of what Mr. Smith wants you to believe. It doesn't fit the dynamic of um, who they want you to fear to, <laughs> how can I put it, to help them um, procure necessary resources from other parts of the world. <laughs> that sounded pretty dang on good. <laughs> in other words, Ms. Smith wants you to believe that the Muslims are the baddest people in the world. You know, every Muslim is bad. They're brown skin, they wear turbans, 
and they are all jihadists, and they want to just ruin everything that the United States of Crookedness stands for. Yeah, I said it, United States of Crookedness. Uh-huh. Now, if terrorism is so bad, if it's such a threat, why didn't we hear about this guy right here? Yeah, why didn't we hear about him? Because he didn't fit the profile that they want you to, to maintain in your your mental roller decks. That's right. A white 55-year-old male. <laughs> and you know what? Those are the ones you better watch out for because those are the true terrorists. I said it. You're mad at me? Oh, well, get the heck over it. That's right. Because those are the terrorists right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. They wear uniforms, blue, green, sand-colored. Mm-hmm. Nice three-piece Brooks Brothers suits. Uh-huh. Males. Between the age of 35 and 65. And they run the corporations. Mm-hmm. That's right. They run the government. Mm-hmm. Those are your terrorists right there. They, they run the news media, mainstream news. Yeah, those are your terrorists. But as long as they keep your focus on the so-called other people, then you have nothing to worry about. We are there on our side. Are you buying that? I hope. <laughs> well, if you are, you're walking around like you're bulletproof. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up. Mr. I don't even go call that man Mr. Yeah. White male. He wanted to kill Muslim Americans with a death ray. Well, that sounds like something off of Dengong, um, the Big Bang Theory. Eric Fight, F-E-I-G-H-T. That's Eric Willis. Okay. At least he's that part right. But anyway, yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up. This was one of those things they talked about that uh, well, you didn't hear about. It so, yeah. Anyway. Hey, remember the shooters down in San Bernardino where they arrested his neighbor? They're his neighbor, man. So his neighbor, they charged him with terror conspiracy because he bought the weapons uh, for the guy. <laughs> I tell you, boy. They're going to charge anybody with anything right now, especially if, if you of uh, any type of... Um, besides Anglo-Saxon or Anglo-European or, hell, if you ain't white, they're going to charge your behind. All right? If they think you got a, 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 a name that don't sound American, so-called American, you going down if they can tie you to it. Sound Muslim. Yeah, I'm saying it. I don't care. What they gonna do? Send the men in the black suit to my door? 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, man, I tell you. All right. Anyway, let me move on, man, because, see, y'all going to get me in trouble. Um, But, yeah, this, they, they you know, arrested him and charged him with terror conspiracy. You know, uh, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I, hey, I guess he got a point. He bought the weapons for him. I don't know if he knew what was going to go on, but he bought the weapons. So, hey, I guess he's guilty. Yeah. He's guilty until proven innocent, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And here's another one, man, I was reading the other day. And, I, I, you know, I had to read things about three or four times. And it really, it, it just it irritated me, I think. It really did. Um, there's a man that was sentenced to 48 years in prison because a woman said she dreamed she woke up and dreamed he had raped her. I can message that y'all. Eight years. The man was sentenced to 48 years in prison. The woman said she dreamed that he raped her. His name was Clarence Moses L. He has served 28 years of life in prison, even though he never accused of rape. Now, here's an interesting thing. <laughs> See, this goes to show how so much the man, yeah, I tell you, if you don't have like, people um, working for you uh, in your corner, man, you going down. You know, the police, they threw away DNA, DNA evidence. You know, after they were told not to throw it away. You know, that, that's crazy. After they were told not to throw it away. And you know how um, they found out that he received a letter from a guy that was with him that night <laughs> that said he had sex with the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Can I imagine that? Now, <laughs> Young men, I'm telling you, listening to the show, I'm telling you, stop. Don't do it. Because they're not looking to to, 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 to um, keep you free walking around. They're looking to put you behind bars. You know, this, this, this is just a crazy story. A very crazy story. Um, yeah. But she woke up and dreamed. That he had raped her. Well, dang! I know a lot of us. If we, <laughs> oh boy, if they knew some of the stuff we dream, I could. We all be behind bars, wouldn't we? And for those of my not, don't act like you all that special. You're not bulletproof, dang it. That's right, you're not bulletproof. <laughs> you don't dream stuff. You know you ain't supposed to be dreaming. Trial again is already showing that I didn't do it. We have a confession. Now, the article also said that, you know, he he confessed to it. So we had on the oh, confession out of me. Yeah. So long, you know, doing that just get out of there. 
Maybe I'm just looking at it glass half empty. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. But anyway, enough of me talking. I, 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 I guess I done bloviated, as you say, long enough. Oh, my phone is breaking up. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on. Maybe I need to sit in one spot. <laughs> anyway. Oh Lord, I got man, my lines done lit up. So let me let me stop talking and go on and bring some of these callers in here. Um hmm, nice. All right. So let me bring um Joey in. Hey, and let me bring um Sister Angoni into the house. Um area code five six one. And area code two zero nine. Welcome to the show, y'all. How y'all doing today? Hello, Mr. Talk. Hello. Freddie. Oh, how you doing, Freddie? I'm doing great. Um, I'll let everyone else introduce themselves. Okay. Hello there, right. Mr. Talk. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful, Sister Goni. How are you? I'm good, thank you. That's good. Um, area code five six one. Are you there? Okay, they must have had to, to just turned it on. But anyway, all right. Welcome to the show, y'all. Um, I guess we'll start with ladies first. Sister Angoni. Okay. Well, I wrote a couple of little notes, and I'll start from the beginning. You were talking about the San Bernardino issue and the weapon, where the person who was allegedly purchased the weapons for the assailants was being charged. And I understand that one of those weapons was a police issue. I wonder if they're going to charge the police, too. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. You know yeah, you know they're not going to charge the, uh, the popos. <laughs> well, I just thought it was, a, you know, proper for me to bring it up, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do understand. And the other thing was um, about this person who dreamed she was raped and the man got 48 years in prison. Was that correct? Yes. Yep. Well, I know you know this. I just have to remind you that court is not about justice or facts. It's about selling bonds on the world market. Please, you know, bid bonds, performance bonds. And they force people to plea bargain because they don't have jurisdiction. So regardless of what the case facts are, facts aren't allowed in court because the judicial system was dismantled, you know, after the bankruptcy. So the court system they have now is a corporation for profit. So that's what it's all about. And um, so, you know, you say it's it's crazy. Oh, it's not crazy when you know what's (laughs) What it's about, it's about the currency and, like I said, bonds. And the young girl in school, same thing. It doesn't have to make any sense, you know. It's, 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 it, have you uh, remembered that image of feudal society that I shared with you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The value of knowing, what, you know, history, like Dr. John Henry Clark used to say. Uh, history is a clock that lets you know who you are, where you are, and how far you got to go. Now, we can prance around here like they brainwashed us to believe that we was free. <laughs> you know, 
Uh-huh. Or we can up and recognize exactly where we are in the scheme of things, and then everything else makes sense. You know, when when I say, okay, well, if you don't know what a surf is, just get up, go look in the mirror, then you'll see what a surf is. But, see, people think you're stupid and crazy when you say things like that. But that it, it elevates everything to reality when you recognize where you are in the scheme of things. And then you don't be talking about, you know, you, we, we discuss things that really is none of our business, actually, now that you think about it. Because if you remember that, first of all, there is no such thing as a government. It was dissolved and exists today in name only. And what we have the trading post in the District of Columbia, which was which is owned by the Crown, a.k.a. the Vatican. That's why the military general, Jesuit Pope, came over here and brought his orders. Okay? So when we put all that in perspective, recognize it's just business, and it ain't not our business, and we don't have no problem. <laughs> okay? How <laughs> does that sound? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. I, yeah, I, see, I believe it. If, I believe it. But, you know. Yeah, if we get about the business attending to our business, and that, that means it that means the peasants and the serfs need to get together and talk to each other. That's what we need to do. Buying these iPhones. We we need we need to tell our business. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And leave the mercenaries and the law merchants to their business. Uh-huh. Well, okay. Seem like they they kind of like um, um, overlapping each other lately, but okay, I understand what you're saying though. I understand exactly. What do you mean overlapping each other? They're overlapping each other. When they well, I shouldn't say overlapping. They seem to be uh, headed in the same, headed toward each other. A, a major conflict. Oh, they're yeah. always at co- at odds with each other. They're always in power struggles. Always have been, according to history. There's factions among them, uh, they, you know, and when we stop letting them, you know, confuse us and use us, then they'll probably kill each other off. But we, let's just hope they don't blow up an atomic bomb or, 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 or a scale a weapon and take us out, too. That's what we got to worry about. Oh, okay. <laughs> and CERN, you know, while it's opening up antimatter and that kind of thing, we got, that's what we got we to gotta worry about. Oh, antimatter. Oh, wow. That's scary. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Okay. <laughs> All okay. right. All right, uh, Freddie, what you got for me? Well, I just wanted to say there is hope for us, but there's a lot of um, BS that I would say that we have to let go. Because um, right now, if you're going to the future, the next generation's kind of kind of slowly fading away. You got the millennials and Generation X, and we're getting a little older. We're in our twenties and thirties. Um, I would say a few things is to stop accepting every black person that randomly comes by in a in a policy and, and kind of like question who we allow to speak for us. Um, mm. I kind of especially because I'm upset there were a hundred black pastors that met with Donald Trump. Mm. Now I'm I, I'm I'm really like. It's really, it, as a group, we we should never allow anyone black to really come up and try to speak for us unless they've talked to us first, because they just kind of pop out of nowhere. Like, I, I think I'm just going to go talk to you on something, you know? And make more of an effort to kind of, um, even if the other 
pop other substances don't want to really do anything with themselves. We, it's great when we want to take everyone, but I think we should try to establish something anyway, regardless of whether they want to uh, be part of it or not. Because eventually, I can see them trying to get a piece of it if it's um, if it's going to benefit them anyway. You know, as a group, we're trying to get something together. And uh, lastly, uh, only take advice from the last generation that came before if it's helpful and useful. Because to sit there, that um, I'm tired of that, go down, sit there, pray that hope something happens. I'm tired of people in the last generation. Those that actually tried to do something, establish businesses or education, that's the people I think that we should, and Generation X and Millennials should take advice from, not the old uh, church crowd that didn't do anything. Um, but there are people in the church crowd that actually did. They weren't just all up in the church. They prayed, but they actually took action. Not the ones that just prayed did nothing. But that's all I want to say. Okay. All right. Can I say something, Mr. Talk? Go ahead, Sister Angoni. Freddie, I don't know you, and I don't mean any disrespect to what you just said, but if you... Um, if it would probably do you some real good if you take a look at this image. You just Google feudal society, and if you get the right one, Mr. Talk has it. If he has your email, Mr. Talk, I would hope that you would share that with Freddie because, um, you see, you mentioned the pastors talking to Donald Trump, and I, I understand where you're coming from, but really, see, that, that, that really don't have anything to do with us because... If you look at the image, you'll see where they fit on it, and then you'll understand why he met with them. Okay, I'll, I'll look at that. Um, do you, Mr. Talk, do you have do you have his email? Uh, I don't know, but he can send me. He can shoot it to me. That's no problem. Well, so, you know that that particular one I shared with you is very revealing. You yeah. know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. It's extremely eye-opening, Freddie. Yes, it is. I think you're. It I, really, you, uh, I think I know where you're going with it. I, I, I think I, I don't. I'll be surprised, but I think I'm like, oh dang, I don't know the social hierarchy, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll look that up. <laughs> okay. All right. If not, just send me a you send me an email, Freddie, and I'll send it to you. Okay. Not a, not a problem. All right. Didn't Trump, didn't Trump meet with a lot of uh, what was it? Black pastors, black clergy, uh, clergymen. And they didn't endorse him. Well, Joe, standing up, yeah. After the fact, they say they didn't endorse him. But when you standing up there, when you stand up with this man, skinning and grinning, and you got a hat on that says Trump, then you can't tell me you didn't endorse him. You can't tell. Me, you can't tell me that you get on there talking about well, he gonna bring jobs to the community, and you didn't endorse him. What did you do then? Oh, they spoke up in front did of the crowd. Did, did the they have Palacio behind closed doors or something? Who knows? Huh. I mean, really? What did they do? That seems like an endorsement to me. Well, if he went there and people had a preconceived notion that he somehow was for a group of people, and then after the um, the speech, they didn't like what he they heard, and they said they weren't going to endorse him, then they changed their mind. Well, Joe, here's the thing. If you're not, okay, that's like that's like me and you um, standing up there, and I don't like what you're saying. So why would I go in front of some microphones with you standing there and skinny grin and like I I like what you say? Really? Well, 
if they had a preconceived notion of Trump because of what he was doing when he was stumping in because of the uh, presidential debates, then he made an arrangement to go meet them. I don't know if they consider black leaders or not. I think they were black clergymen or black pastors. And he gets up in front of people, and the people who had his uh, preconceived notions are in the crowd. And after he finishes the speech, they don't endorse him. It's what they did after the speech, which matters more than what they thought before the speech. Well, Joe, uh, uh, um, uh, I, you know, I just disagree with you. I, mean, I just disagree with you. Because for them to stand up behind him, I mean, and they were about to push each other over trying to get make sure they weren't on camera with this guy, you know, and they got this little red hat on. Yeah, they were endorsing him. So you're saying that the official announcement was a lie? Yeah. yeah, and you know you oh, probably. Okay. And here's here's the reason. Here's the probably reason why they came back and said no, I, I didn't endorse them because they probably call a lot of flack for some of their congregation, and mainly the money makers. Okay, mm. so no, we got to correct this now. We talking about taking money out of my church? Uh huh. No, this is not going to happen. So let me go on. Well, what retreat. difference does it make? Huh? What? What, what difference this? does it really make? Isn't it just perpetuating the myth? That, that that we have a government that whether the ministers endorse or not endorse has anything to do with the parishioners in the church or the people that are unemployed or the people that still have jobs. And what difference does it make? It's not a government. It's a business. It's a corporation. And all the rest of the corporations are sub-corporations and franchises. It's just business. Right, it's just business. However, you have to understand, it's most communities, as well, it, most communities that the pastor or clergy, uh, whatever you want to call them, are held at, at a high regard. So if they're going to stay there and stand behind Donald Trump, then, you know, that that's a sign of, okay, maybe we need to put our, our support behind uh, Mr. Trump, since the pastor says he's a cool dude and he's going to bring jobs to the neighborhood. I agree, it's a but, business. Uh, but and, the and point is, it's perpetuating a lie, a deception, and a myth. Just like the United Nations is perpetuating a lie and a myth. Just like the whole circus and theater of this whole electional uh, process is a myth, a lie, and a deception. I mean, damn, when are we going to wake up? <laughs> so, what's the point you're getting yeah. to? What's the solution? What are you saying? The solution is to stop participating in deception and lies and recognize the fact that we, there's no government here because there's no country. Okay? okay? So when the people go to the polls, uh, they're not... That's what they're out of wasting their gas going to the polls. Huh? Yeah. They should stop wasting their gas going to the polls because they're perpetuating in a deception and a lie. So if they stop, then what happens? Well, well, maybe we could get together and talk about what we need to do uh, to get back to some semblance of reality. Because we're not dealing with reality as long as we're participating in that fraud, deception, and lie. That's what it is. And there ain't nothing. <laughs> it, 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 that's what it is. That's a fact. Yeah, it's all corrupt. And, um, oh, no, I didn't say it was corrupt. It, it, that it is. But I said it's a fraud, deception, I and a lie. I know what you said. And I'm saying it, yes. And it is corrupt. And they're perpetuating the lie. They're doing it through propaganda. They're making people believe that the government is working for them, but the government isn't oh, working for them. No, that's not what I said. I said I you don't have I'm a government. Saying. 
I, no, but you don't have a government. And as long as we pretend that we do, then young men will sign up to go fight wars and believe in uh, more lies and deception like they want to put feet on the ground over there in Syria. So as long as we pretend that we have a government, then that's going to perpetuate itself generation after generation after generation. People need to wake up and do what I cannot remember the name of the country in Asia someplace who completely laughed their tyrants out of business. Just laughed every time they opened up their mouth. They finally went away. So, okay. So it seems to me that what you're saying is that people should adopt the sovereignty kind of movement. Where if the people want, if they call for jury duty, ignore it. If um, the taxman wants taxes, ignore the taxman. And just run your life uh, as though the IRS, the police, and the military, and the courts don't exist. Well, no, that was your statement. It wasn't mine. All I'm saying is we need to wake up and stop participating in a lie and deception. Now, after that, I don't claim to know what we should do after that. But we can't even get to that point until we stop pretending that you have a government and a country when you don't have one. That's a business. It's a, it's, it's a, uh, in the District of Columbia, they, it, it, it's a, a trading post. It's the military wing of the three-city States that rule the world. That's what it is. And until we recognize that, we're just pawns in the game, and we're going to continue to get played like that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm finished. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. What else is there to say? It's lies uh, and deception. It doesn't exist. And, and, you know, we keep on pretending that it is what it isn't, then I guess we'll keep getting what we get. That's it. You know, when people will have dreams and other folks can get put in jail for 48 years because they had a dream. Because really the reason he went to jail was not because the woman said she had a dream. He went to jail because he plea bargained. Because when the judge asked him, do you understand, he said yes. And he was saying, I stand under these bonds you're getting ready to sell on the world stock market. That's why he went to jail as a warehouse receipt. Okay? Okay. Don't have nothing to do with the dream, because justice and facts don't have anything to do with these administrative courts. Don't have a thing to do with it. Mm. All right. So, okay. So, you know, if that's the case, then how do we we help everyone understand that point of it? Then just tell the truth and state the fact. Stop pretending like we got some Mister Smith or some government. And, and act like it's just corrupt. It's a lie. It's a deception. It's not what they pretend it to be. They put on these circuses every four years or eight years or whatever it is for us to participate in. And when we recognize what it is for what it is, then you know, then we may have an opportunity to wake up from the uh, stupor that we've been placed in. It's not our fault. We've been lied to all our life. But you know, when you come across the facts and you recognize. Oh, this is not what the, it's not what what they're uh, pretending that it is, and then you decide that okay, well, I'm not going to uh, look at it that way anymore. Okay, and when enough people stop looking at it that way, we might have an opportunity to try to do something different and organize society in such a way that we don't have to be subject to the lie and deception and fraud because that's what it is. Period. There's no country here, and there's no states anymore. A state is on an eight-and-a-half by 11 piece of paper in a file cabinet somewhere. Don't have anything to do with the land. All corporations. It's all business. 
There's no government running no uh, no countries nowhere. All not just in the United States, globally. None of the nation states. They're all uh, businesses. Plugged into all- the IMF, the World Bank, and International Monetary Fund. And the Bank of International Settlements. It's all uniform commercial code, admiralty maritime law. Period. End of statement. That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. No, well, that's good. I'm just waiting. Well, what, what I'm about to say is, okay, I understand that. You understand that. Okay, and there's others on the phone that 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 you know have have done research and 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 came up and and come to that conclusion or find out that's what's going on. However, what do we do about the rest of our community that just, as I was saying earlier in the show, just walk around like they're bulletproof? You know, it, it, well, it, we it, can't do anything about them until we stop discussing it from the level of the pastors endorse uh, uh, what's his name, uh, old Trump, because Trump ain't doing nothing but playing the same role that Ross Perot played last time when when Clinton was uh, running for president. They don't change their script. You can start to see the fact they don't change their mo at all. We just keep falling for the okie doke. So again, what is it you want to suggest that the people do besides waking up? Let's say you've got a hundred million people who have woken up. Like what do you think they should do? I already answered that question, Joe. First, you got to wake up from the stupor and the the the, 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 the illusion and the lie and the fraud before we even qualify to discuss what to do next. I have no idea, and it's not even a worth trying to talk about when, like you just pointed out, the majority of people refuse to even want to know what the truth is. Yeah, but I'm going beyond that. I'm saying that 100 million people have awakened. They know, okay, and they've grabbed the theory of everything's a corporation, no state, no government, everything is um, Twilight Zone, fine. Now that it's they what? know, what are they going to do when they get stopped by a cop? What are they going to do? When the judge issues a bench warrant, what are they going to do when the tax man comes around? What are they going to do when the meter man comes around? What are they expected to do? Well, Joe, first of all, these things didn't happen overnight, and they're not going to be changed overnight. Like everything else, it'll probably happen in an incremental way. When enough people wake up and start dealing with the actuality of reality, then they can't put every damn body in jail, and maybe the, maybe the very criminals that we're talking about will end up in the FEMA camps that they built for us. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I, I'm not a fortune teller. I couldn't answer that question for you, and I already said that. But I can tell you one thing for sure. Until we stop dealing with fairy tales, we don't have a chance in hell to think about it. Okay. That's just common sense. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yes. Go ahead. I have a question for you. This is Elvira. Well, hey. Yes, I do. How are you? It's been a while. Yeah, well, it got worse instead of better. But I have an interview I'd like for you to do for your group. His name is Donald Jackson. Uh huh. And uh, he's a uh, he works. Uh-huh. at the White House Secret Service, and he's one of us. And I think you should 
hear his story. Uh, uh, so okay. how do I, what do I do to connect the two of you to talk? Well, shoot me, well, well shoot me an email at ericlesstalk.com. You know I'll just give you his phone number. Well, uh, okay, we have to, don't give it to me right now. We'll, I'll talk to you in a few minutes in the green room, and uh, okay. I'll get it from in, okay? Right on, yes. You will right. love that story. <laughs> okay. For Obama, Secret Service for Obama. Hmm, okay. All right. All right. I can't wait. All right, thank you, Avira. All right. All right. Um, so, Sister Gona, I guess... Um, I guess that's the issue at hand. Then. I guess that is the issue at hand. You know, how do we we bring the masses to that understanding and 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 let them know that? Uh, uh, huh? Yeah, that they're in the matrix. It's not as it seems, huh? That they're in the matrix. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah, that's a good made word a, for. It. I, huh? I think I made a pretty straightforward statement. And I, you know, and the more people that are willing to make that statement based on the facts, then you know, then first people will say you're crazy, and they'll make fun of you, and they'll call you all kind of names, and so forth and so on, and they'll do all kind of things. But you know, uh, the truth is the truth, and the facts are the facts. And so, the more people that take the time to go check it out and see that, well, this is the truth. Okay, then they have some decisions to make, and each one of us have decisions to make. We can't all do uh, jump out out of the system all at once. I understand that. You know, I had uh, my feet almost off the plantation uh, for about ten years. Even I, as long as you're spending Federal Reserve notes, you're still plugged into the system. I don't care whether you have a driver's license or not. As long as you're participating in in um, uh, uh, you know the the um, this, the, uh, how do you say, you know, you're buying and selling. Uh, you're not really buying because you can't pay for anything because we don't really have any money. We have currency. So you're just passing debt notes. But as long as you're participating in that system, which they are, at the, as we speak, they are collapsing. I mean, it looks like Helicopter Ben made his drop. What do you all think? He said he was going to drop all the money. Didn't he say he was going to drop it? They're printing, printing trillions and trillions and trillions, and so they're taking their, you know, contracting the money supply, and I put money in quotes because we don't really have any money. We have legal tender or Federal Reserve notes, which are debt notes, and once they pull that out and the velocity stops and it is slowing down, the Baltic Dry Index, they say now, is lower than it was in 2007. Do you remember when the docks were backed up with all those Mercedes Benz and all those ships and nobody couldn't get no letter of credit? Well, the the the, the, the financial people say it's, this time it's going to be worse than it was in 2007. Yeah. They haven't uh, stopped doing the fraud. They're still, they're, they're still you know, uh, doing the mortgage fraud and all that. They never stopped. <laughs> They never stop, huh? Okay. Oh, they didn't stop because the whole thing is based on fraud. <laughs> okay. All right. And I had an attorney tell me to my face when I said it's fraud. He said, we've been doing it for so long. He admitted it. Little Italian attorney. Little arrogant sucker. 
In other words, yeah, it's fraud. Don't do about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what All it is. Right. Call it what it is. Fraud. We don't have any representatives. We don't have no president. Uh, Barack Hussein Obama is the president of a corporation. Period. End of statement. Period. He's not the he's not a, a, a president of a country because there is no country. Now, see, you know you can't say that without bowing down. Now, you, when you say the whole thing, you're supposed to bow down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sister, darling. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what this. I don't know how to respond to that. What do you mean, bow down? I mean, I'm I'm just saying that you know he's not. He's a, he's president of a corporation. Okay. And all uh, those. All those bought and paid for uh, so-called congressmen up there as board of directors. Okay? That's all they are. Yeah. And they but represent the corporations. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, go ahead. I, I want to know who the board of directors of the Federal Reserve is. But, you know, I, I, that's, this is a whole other show for another day. I kind of want to move on from this. <laughs> but, yeah, this is good, though. I know. I bet you do. I, I bet you do. I, I'm what? quiet. Oh, we're gonna okay. move on. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> no, but um, you know, you know, I mean, you you're telling the truth. However, the the thing is, how can we uh get the black community to realize that uh, well, here's here's the thing with Trump. Okay, um, in in the black community, as I mentioned before. You know, the ministers are, are revered or, or held to a higher standard. So, and, and I, I agree with Sister Angoni. I know it's a fraud, and I, you know, I, I understand the game is being played. But what about those in the community that don't understand it and are, are going to fall for the okie doke? You know what? And, and and here's the thing: no matter how much we try to explain it to them. Yeah, it's a it's a okie doke, and it's not what it seems. They still uh, continue to to indulge in it. So how do you go about uh, uh, how do you go about correcting that? Well, in my opinion, whatever it's worth, I don't have the power or the right to tell somebody else what to do with their brain. Only thing I can do is speak the truth as I understand it, and. They have the responsibility to make their choices, what they want to do about it. If they don't want to go take the time to check out and make sure for themselves what is being said is the truth and factual, then it's not my responsibility to beat it down their throat. You know, it's a bad space to be in, but that's my position. I don't believe in, you know, you can't force other people to change. All I'm responsible for doing is once I'm... Uh, uh, aware of something is to speak it to the best of my ability to speak honestly and truthfully and that's all I think I can do and you know um, and that will move through and other people will perhaps uh, go check and say well I'll be darned that's that's correct and then they'll share it with somebody else you know uh, and then perhaps we'll get a well how do you say um when you get a certain amount of people where, you know, you know what I'm talking about, Mr. Talk, where you have a, what do, you, what do they call that, when you have enough people to make a change? A referendum? No, not a referendum. Uh, 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 oh, I can't think of the term. Um, you know, uh, uh, just enough people to, to, to oh, start quorum. making a difference, huh? A quorum. 
What would you say, Mr. Talk? A quorum? Oh, the Joseph Quorum. I say petition. No, I heard. I heard Joe. I I, I couldn't hear you. Well, oh. it, it means the same thing. What what you know? Just enough people that can start to make a difference. That's all. I, there's another term that I would like to 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 express, but I can't think of it right now. Um, you know. Um, and and I don't know what else you can do. I mean, the truth. You know, when she if you tell the truth, then that's all you can do. People don't want to know the truth. You can't make it. You can't force it down their throat. All right. So so I I, I think I got it. Okay. All right. So basically, you have to be like Moses in the Bible. You know, you can only get in there and preach so long, and if they don't heed to it, you know, they just don't heed to it, and they suffer the consequences. Oh, Moses didn't exist. That's another myth. I said Noah. I said Noah. But anyway, we, we're not arguing, listen, we're not arguing the existence of Moses, Noah, anybody else. I'm just using that as a... But you said thing. Moses. Did I say Moses? I'm sorry. I meant Noah. Oh, well, okay, meant, I'm sorry. I misheard you. I thought you said Moses. No, I meant Noah. But, you know, but the thing is, it's still the same. You get up there and yell, yeah, and if they don't, they don't adhere, after you you know, preached it so many so long, then they just on their own. Well, no, see, that, that kind of infers that, well, you don't care, you know, whether they don't hear you or not, and that's not where I'm coming from at all. I'm just respectful of the fact that other people have free will, and whether I like it or not, and I know that my fate is tied in with everybody else's, because if the people don't choose to wake wake up and, and care enough to go look for themselves and find out what the truth is... Uh, then there's nothing I can do about it except go down with the ship because uh, that's where they plan on taking it. I mean, if we think that what's going on in Venezuela and Brazil and other places around the world is not going to happen here, then we're just stupid. We're just <laughs> silly. Okay? I mean, this isn't the first time this has happened. In 1929, 5,000 children starved to death in the United States. That's hidden history they didn't teach us about in school. Okay? Uh huh. And you know, uh, and, and that's probably what they're gonna uh, try to do to us anyway. While you sitting up talking about the black preachers, hell, I'm sorry, excuse me, heck, uh, you know, while they got everybody talking about Muslim this and Muslim that and doing their little false flag with their crisis actors, uh, doing all these uh, uh, you know, events around the country to keep everybody scared to death. The plan is to starve us to death because that's how they deal with unwanted populations, okay? They're just going to starve us out. They're going to use the immigrants and the refugees as their new cannon fodder. That's why they're giving them all these benefits and everything, and then they'll vote the way they want them to vote because they know a lot of us are waking up. And they can't afford... They, they can't afford to. They see they have to deal with us because we got a long history here, and they're afraid we're gonna do to them what they have done to us. So they got to get rid of us. So they're just gonna starve us out. That's what they're gonna do. And the reason they put Obama up there is because when they do the dirty deed, then they think that they're gonna have CYA cover, so that the world can't charge them with genocide, which is exactly what that'll be. That's why they put him up there in the first daggone place. <laughs> All right. Amen. <laughs> now, when the Soviet Union collapsed, do you know how many people starved to death in the Soviet Union when it fell apart? Millions starved to death. 
That's how they do this. It's not a new program. It's been done over and over and over all over the world. When they get ready to take a society down, the first thing they do is get rid of unwanted populations. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, don't they? Isn't that isn't that how it works? Yeah, Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that is how the how I'm reading history. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Pot lined up all the people that had glasses and knew how to read and just shot them. If they knew how to read and had glasses, boom. They didn't ask no question. They just lined them up and shot them. How about that? Mm. <laughs> that's not a Sorry, good. I know it's not happy, but history, see, that's why history, <laughs> it tell you what time it is, where you at, where you're located in history, and how much further we have to go. So we just deal with the reality of history, then everything else will fall into place. And those who don't want to deal with it, ain't nothing I know. I, Joe, I don't know what to say about it. Well, I can't answer for anybody else. All I've, I've tried to do the best I can to understand the reality, the actual reality of what's going on. Not the lie that I was taught all my life, but to see and look straight in the face of what is actually happening in the matrix. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, so now where do we go from here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of makes it hard, don't it? <laughs> yeah, where do we go from here? I don't know, but I got two new callers I need to bring in, so let's, let's <laughs> in. All right, let's bring uh, Mr. Michigan in and bring Mays in. All right, welcome to the show, uh, people. How are y'all doing today? Yo, yo. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Michigan. Go ahead. All right. Well, I was going to say, I think the word Angoni was looking for was critical mass. Is that right, Angoni? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. Yeah, I'm saying, and what Angoni is saying is correct, but the, the, um, I think what we're talking about is political organization. I think to organize politically, even if they are businesses or governments, they're all just terms. If they if they work for the people, you know they work for the people. Um, even in America here, you were talking about Eric. How do we get? Black, doesn't exist, by the way. How do we get the masses of black to understand some of what Ngoni was saying? Uh, you you're never going to get the masses to agree on anything. It hasn't happened in history, so shouldn't be living in this fairy tale where we're going to get 90 percent of the black community to know what a government is or know what a a business is. It, it's just not going to happen. All right, so we can we can throw that out the window here. You're not going to ask the blacks to believe any damn thing. To say. All right, so we don't have to ask that question no more. Um. But as far as, you know, blacks being able to maneuver inside of this business, which I believe is a business, I don't think you're gonna, the masses are going to be able to do that. I don't think you're going to dismantle it. Uh, but you, there will be some who can operate just as European uh, inside of this business structure. And basically, I think that's what Ngoni is trying to say. I don't, I, it's not going to be this utopia where everybody's going to wake up and, uh, overturn every ship. I, I mean, I don't know where we get this shit, but it's just not going to happen, man. It has happened in, in human history. 
So I don't know what makes us think we've been a. Well, by the time this. people woke up, they were already um, on the chopping block. <laughs> by that time, well, the all I taken away. is if if you are if you gentlemen are correct, and I'm not saying you're not, then we're gonna get a good whooping because the way they are operating is through blood and killing. And they are using lies to open up markets, and if we're okay with that, so we can continue to have our big screen TVs and et cetera, et cetera, then I guess we got we we should get ready to welcome what we're gonna get and not complain about. And you're absolutely right, and that's exactly what's gonna happen. Well, you may be right, Mr. Michigan. I didn't. I you heard me kept saying to Joe. I'm not a fortune teller. All I know is what I'm supposed to do, and that is to try to understand the actuality of what's going on. I, 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 I Mr. Talk, how many times have I said I'm not my brother's keeper? Okay, do we have blind uh, now? I guess Mr. Talk is gone. And I know that sounds cold-hearted. It doesn't mean I don't love my fellow man. It means I respect free will. That's what yeah, it I means. Got you. I got you, Andrew. Uh, All right. Um, until Larry comes back, I mean, we have Mr. Michigan, you, and Freddie, and Ms. Ottawa. And wasn't there somebody else who came on the line with you, Mr. Miss? I'm here. Sister Ottawa, Sister yeah. Ottawa is here? Yeah, she's here. Oh, hey, Ottawa. Oh, not Ottawa. Oh, Maze, oh, too. That's right. That's Maze. Yeah, that's Maze. Yes, uh, it is. Well, uh, I'm going to say it like this. If you already know all these things, and you're living in this world, and the breath that you... Oh, damn. Now what happened to Maze? I can hear you, Joe. I yeah, can't I can hear, hear Maze. You cut me off here... <laughs> Eric's not here right now. Oh. Eric got Eric got cut off by uh, BTR. Maze probably got cut off too. Okay, Mish, we we got you. I'm going to you myself, and who else? Nobody. Are you there? Yes, I am. Oh yeah, uh, Mister Mister Talk is in the green room. Okay. Is that you? Is that is that Cloud? Yeah, I'm just sitting back listening. <laughs> Hi, Cloud. How are you? Hey, Mish, hey are you, you there? Doing? <laughs> got hung up on. I don't know who messing with the boards, but somebody oh, okay. hung up on me. Please let me say what I had to say. Sure. If you got the nerve, we have to sit and listen to other people give their spill on what they think on things. So don't be pushing on boards and making it look like it didn't happen. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't be okay. Don't I mean, don't be coming over with no speeches. Don't say what you got to say. Come no speeches. I don't listen for a whole thirty minutes. Oh, so just listen. All right. So let's go. Let's go. I said the spirit that you have within you. Why do you have to have fear within your heart and in your body about all things a man is doing? Hello? Is that a rhetorical question? Is that for anybody yeah. to answer? Is that a rhetorical question or are you asking I'm just asking answer? anybody the question that can answer it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm allergic to pain. so. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. Well, so. and then I think May makes a good point just from this. I'll ask a question, May, and that is, you know, we, we're all vulnerable to each other in, as it relates to, you know, human beings, meaning uh, one human can drop a bomb and kill a thousand, right? So we know that we're vulnerable and we should be uh, um, reliable to each other. 
but to walk around in fear of this, you know, uh, the the money system collapsing and and uh, you know everybody's stomach we're gonna starve to death and the, and the money going. I mean, and I'm not saying that is not true. I, we, I mean, when you live in a society, if society crashes, I mean, you're gonna be a part of that crash. You're gonna have some humans who're gonna be a part of that crash. I mean, it's just that simple. Even Can I am? It's coming. You still. <laughs> so it's I mean, like what do you like do? Hey, may I am? Uh, oh, yeah, just a minute. And, and, and Mr. Yeah. Michigan answered. May I answer also? Well, well, let, let May get a thing in. They have we fear in your heart, way. and everybody else answered. I want to answer her, too. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay let May do it. Everybody's going to die one day, and you're most To understand the truth. When they die? I don't have fear in my heart because I have dealt with my mortality. And I don't see why to know the truth one has to be afraid. That's my answer. It is what it is. Can I explain what I was saying? Sure. Everybody's going to die one day, and some of your loved one has died, and you had to deal with it. You know that everybody's going to die, but somebody that you love dearly pass away and go. You have to deal with it. Even if they're not here anymore, you still deal with it, and you know it's going to happen. So that's the way you should see life and everything that's around you. Well, I don't try to tell you know other people how it? they see life, and, uh, and I don't see why it? you should either. You but should I, I tell you what, I, I think we should see it in the light of truth. That's all I think. If, you uh, that, that, I mean, that's still the light of truth. If, if it's the spirit that you have within you, you shouldn't be afraid of anything. I, I didn't about fear. That's you brought fear on the line. I didn't bring none. People, you said people are afraid. So people are afraid. I did not like say anything about anybody being afraid. Oh, I said I respect I'm sorry, people. I misunderstood you. No, I never said the word fear. Not once. So that's Mr. The way, Michigan that's something about being afraid. So that's Mr. Michigan the way I fear did. in the conversation. Not me. Uh, Mays, go ahead. I finished. I said that's why I think the way I do. The spirit was in me saying that whoever put this this earth here can take it away at any time, regardless of how many people out there doing things. And that's right. the way I see it. Well, to get back to what Mitch is saying also. <laughs> Mitch, are you there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm here, man. But, you know, and I, you know, there's been a lot of scholars who talk about conspiracy theories and things of that nature. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things, I think Amos Wilson was he said it best. He said one of the reasons why he don't deal in conspiracy theories is is because in most cases, when you have individuals who are, are got a microphone and explaining the conspiracy theories is already too late. Um, so, what we have to look at is individuals who control the world. First of all, they weren't necessarily born controlling the world. In other words, they walked into a world or walked into a position which men create these positions. So we have a responsibility uh, to create the type of world that we want, just like a person who wants to control the world. I mean, we just got to get off our ass and, and make our case, organize ourselves, and, and try to build the type of world we want to live in. And not talking about kids, quit talking about the 12 families and the 13 families and the 12 bloodlines. I didn't say, I didn't say in Goni said anything you're about inferring the it. bloodline. Hey, you might as well but, say it because you're inferring wait, wait, it. And Goni, can wait, we wait let a minute. And, and let, I can tell you where I'm inferring, right? When you're talking about the 
International Monetary Fund. Okay, we know for certain that this is a, a new term. In other words, this is, this is nothing new over 500 years. So clearly, these were individuals who organized themselves to do whatever they're doing. If they're trying to take over the world, if they print money, if they're coloring money, if they're cutting it up into confetti, these are still human beings, right? And that's what we have to see them as. Okay, Angoni. I don't know how to respond to that because, <laughs> you know, my statement was that I suggest that when we face the facts of the situation we find ourselves in and stop discussing it from a level of the illusion and recognize that we do not live in a country, that the, what's going on in the District of Columbia is business, and that Barack Hussein Obama is not the president of a country, that, that's what I said. I didn't say all this other stuff you're bringing in, I didn't say. And as far as the conspiracy cons- is concerned, you tell me why conspiracy is a term in law. And what do you call when they pop uh, JFK if that wasn't a conspiracy? Okay, we're going back to your point about the, the international – okay, you know what? Could you me, stop the internet? Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I mean, the point is this. The point is both even of you if you on, even if you know the same, who the International Monetary the Fund thing. is, right? If, what? I couldn't hear because Joe okay. was saying something at the same time. You asked right, the question. Go, okay, go, go, go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. All right. Both of you are saying the same thing in different terms. And Goni, you're talking about business, not a government, not a not states, not a country. Other people are talking about it as the United States has been taken over by the Rothschilds, the corporations own America. Mitch is talking about um, also what you were talking about, IMF, 12 families, 100 people. It's all the same. Okay? I didn't say anything about order, 100 people. I didn't say anything about that. Order. It's always about people trying to conquer other people and not doing it except in nasty, obnoxious, killing torturous way. It's just, everything, the, the, despite the terms, all of us are thinking the same way. Okay? We are all aware that our government has been conscripted, um, taken over by communists or the Rothschilds or the Illuminati, whoever anybody wants to call them. But my particular opinion, based on my connecting the dots, is that it's the Rothschilds Rockefellers and other super rich families who have nothing better to do than to try to control the world. Why do I say that? Because you, <laughs> they have nothing better to do. Same as Hitler, Nero, Caesar, Caligula, Pol Pot, Stalin, etc. When you're a despot and you grab more territory, more money, more power, you want more and more and more and more. So to me, it's not far-fetched. Now, am I wrong in assuming that you and Goni and you, Mr. Michigan, are still thinking about a small group of people, either it's called the cabal or anything else, that rule the world. My, 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 point, my point is this. It, 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 when you say rule the world, we have to be more specific. Uh, are, there, are there groups of people who have organized themselves politically, militarily, socially, to be able to control humans? The answer is yes. It, ha- agree. it has happened. It has happened since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. So that's not a conspiracy. 
right? Okay. And guess what? If if we exist another hundred years, it's probably gonna be groups trying to do it with something different. They may be doing it with cat shit. Well, they're doing it with artificial intelligence, and it's right? Okay, be well, here we go. To tell the story. Okay, That's right. He's coming after me. Okay. Yeah. So I guess my, I guess if if you if you if you can't stop a conspiracy, what <sighs> is the purpose of spending energy talking about it? If, because we it. have children and grandchildren that need to know the truth. They won't okay, live. Okay, but I, well, okay, but let me let me let me get you to answer the question now. I said, if you cannot, so are you suggesting that you can stop it? Okay, hold on for both of you, okay? Because Manny right. hasn't said hardly anything except maybe five minutes' worth. She wants to come in. Okay. She requested that. All right, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. As I was saying, out of all those people you named, somebody lived to tell the story about what they did, and people lived with it, and some are still here. They didn't tell or participate in it. They knew about it, but they let it alone and went on about their merry way. But there's nothing that you can do except talk about it. Yeah, I, I guess that's what I'm trying to get to. Within the spirit in you, you don't care. Okay. Because it's well, just I disagree. It's I just, think there's something not. you do besides talk about it. You serve it in different capacities and keep it alive because without us serving it, it can't continue to exist. So is it is it is it wrong or should we stop serving it or what's the what are you what are you suggesting? We do? Not so I'm not here to judge anybody. I've just made. I didn't statement. say judge. I know somebody okay. said this. May right. said. Hold on, May hold said there's nothing to do about it, okay, and I said I do. There is something that we do. Oh, I'm. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> wow, I've been hearing pieces and bits of this conversation. Um, you know. I think uh, if you just was to sit there and say, okay, I know all this, I know all this great information, and I'm just leaving it alone, then you're failing, you're failing, period. I mean, because it, it, in my opinion, in my opinion, it's, it's sort of like an a, a unspoken obligation to pass the knowledge on, you know. Let's take a look. I mean, if you have a knowledge, what good is it for you to sit there and hold on to a knowledge and not pass it on? Well, but I, I, okay, I get, I get you, Mr. Talk. Let me throw something in there before it goes off track of my statement. Okay, to me, if if what these people are doing is building a society, let's say the knowledge, if you put all of the knowledge that we're talking about into a context, right, we're still talking about individuals who have learned how to manipulate nature, uh, manipulate people's minds to build what it is they want to build on the earth. So uh-huh. if that's what they're doing, the, I guess the question is, what good does it do me to tell you that's what they're doing, or is it better for me to tell you that you can do it too and then tell you the formula of how you do it? Mm, can, I, if, can I say something? I mean, does that make any sense, man? Mm-hmm. Well, both of what you said, both, but, both options make, make sense. Um Eric, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm oh, here. Because okay. wanted to come in. But, right. well, Mr. Yeah. Talk, if you say, like you said, so your grandmother knew about it, and she talked about it, and she, she turned 100. Nothing. She lived to be 100. She lived through it. She passed it on, and you knew about it, and she lived with it. So, I mean, and she, her belief had her think, knowing. She knew about it, but 
nothing she could do about it, so she just lived with it and went her merry way with the spirit that she had because man don't control nothing. If you got it in your hand, man, and man can control something, you're going to think somebody else can do something. But if you don't have that in your psyche, you don't worry about things like that. You know about it and you keep on grooving until you get to be 100 or you might die young. If you don't and you live to be 100 and 103, you're saying the same thing that we've already heard. There's nothing so, so this being so, passed on. So the great-grandchildren, after they have chips put in their head and are linked up to a satellite, you're you just supposed to say, oh, oh well, nothing we can do about it. So, we, we no, I, you know, why should I care? Why should I worry myself while they're trying to strip us of our humanity with all this artificial and synthetic intelligence and Internet of everything and well, downloading people's uh, uh, consciousness in the machines? We're just supposed to shrug our shoulders and watch watch all this go on and not care. But not have any concern. Yes, continue buying our big TVs, BMWs, and just don't worry about it. Is that right? No. You keep buying your cell phone. You keep buying your cell phones, and you keep upgrading, and that's your chill. It can tell you wherever you're going, when you stop, or wherever you at at any time of the day. Oh, I already know that. But you don't have to participate in that. Keep your landline. Stay on the phone. I don't have one of these phones, and that's the reason why I don't have one because I know what I know. Well, all right. So I made this. Not to participate in that. What I hear you saying is you shouldn't talk about it and you shouldn't worry about it. Well, yeah, I heard you say this for many times. You don't care. I don't. I'm saying I don't let things like that bother me. All right, you let it bother you. Maze doesn't let it bother her. Mesh, what do you (laughs) what do you feel? Well, I mean, the position is the same, bro. I mean, if you're talking about artificial, you know, individuals being able to manipulate nature, manipulate humans. This, we're still talking about science, and man has applied himself to be able to do that. Now, we, we're in a situation now where we're saying, well, we're going too far, right? Mm-hmm. In other words, like, like Ingoni said, okay, you're downloading people's consciousness. This is, this is man-made technology. He, he had a mind. He developed it. And we're saying now, well, maybe he's going over the top. Okay, well, then who are the individuals where you have a, a group of humans who are going over the top with technology? Well, who are the humans who are, who are using their ability to create a technology so man doesn't go over the top? That's my well, question. Where are these humans who are, who are, who are creating man-made technology to keep man from going over the top? Right now, all we have, uh, uh, right now, all we have are humans who are saying man has created technology to go over the top. Now, Mr. how Michigan, do we win with that? Mr. Yeah. Michigan, is we're yeah. doing it ourselves because all of these defense contractors, all of these uh, businesses that are creating all this stuff, we go and work there for a patient. Because we don't, because we don't question, and we don't think we have any power to do anything about it. So we just serve it. We serve it. We're doing it to okay. ourselves. All the police. Let me. I'm almost done. All the police to shooting our young brothers and sisters down in the street. That's us. They're our cousins, our nephews, our neighbors, right. our brothers and sisters. Because they're just following orders. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's us. We're doing it to ourselves. It's like the Ouroboros, the snake eating its own tail. Wow. What I want to hear is this. Uh, all this stuff. All this stuff. 
we've heard before. As a matter of fact, a year or two years ago, this same conversation was on Eric's show. What I want to know is, are there any potential solutions? Yes. Eventually, it'll come to an end. It's something new will come along. Your solution is to go ahead and let it just march on and just do what you can do with it. Either you adapt or you don't adapt. Either way is okay. And Goni wants to let people know about the truth and let them handle it their own way. Mr. Michigan wants to talk about it to a certain degree and then ask the question, what should we do and who are the people who are counteracting the type of transhumanism that everybody's, in the, everybody's implying? So, my, again, my question is, everybody knows what everybody else here knows. The same thing. We all know what's happening. My question is, what are we going to do about it? If we're not going to do anything about it, now let's move on. Well, you know, well, I am it, doing something about it. Okay. See, so when I ask you, what you know, do you do? Yeah, hold, huh? hold on, Joe. Hold okay. on, hold on. All right, you know, and that that, that is the key. You know, everybody, uh, as I said before, to me, I feel everybody. If you know um, something is wrong, is going on, you know, it, it, it's. You're sort of obligated to do something about it. Now, just to sit there and say, well, you know, if I'm good with it in my spirit, just let it ride, that means you letting everything fester. And if you want to go back and use examples of, of the, the recent shootings, uh, killings, you know, Freddie Gray, um, 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 the, the guy in Ferguson, what have you, you can say that that was a, a prime example of just letting um, status quo be. You know, until it reaches a, 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 a volcanic type eruption, then, er, then all of a sudden, you know, everybody is in an uproar. When it could be, it could be um, um, fixed before it gets to that point. You know what I mean? And just by sitting on a letter fester is not the answer. That is not the answer. It's not. It, that's it, not it called Yes, it is. It, it, that's exactly no. what it's doing. Because you have what people saying, no, no, no maze, no maze. That's like the civil rights movement and all that. You know, just letting status quo be and the the, the people instead of getting upset, 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 you know, you got these ones, well, it's not really concerning me, so I'm not really worried about it. You know, looking up in the sky, then you got this other group that comes in and, and you know, have this now say, look, the, the, this is not right and something needs to be done. All right, so let's do something. Let's have a movement. Let's do something and correct the the the, the, the deficiencies that's going on. I just thought of something. Um, huh. I'm with you about let's try to fix it, but I also understand in Donny's point. This just this just hit me because remember <laughs> what I've been saying on your show for a couple of years as well that I don't give a rat's ass because the American people, no matter how much they know. They don't do crap. So I'm going to assume something, guys, that you've talked to dozens if not hundreds of people. You've already outlined what you think might be a potential solution, or you've uh, already let people know about what you consider to be your particular truth. Some of them agree with you, some of them don't. But it's frustrating as hell to let people know, hey, this is going to happen to us in a few years, We've got to do something about it, and people shrug their shoulders, and after a while you say, and when I say you, I'm talking about the generic you, meaning myself as well. Okay, F everybody. 
Because if they think they know what's happening and they don't want to do anything about it, F them. Can I say something? Well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me jump something in there. And, I, and this is to Ngoni. You know, and I, well, Mr. Can Trump, can first, open, I believe can you hold that. Hold on a second. Okay. okay, yeah, I can. Okay, because Mays, well, Mays, Mays I got somebody else I want to bring to, so Uh-oh. go ahead real fast. It's just like when Jim Jones took those people and told them to drink that Kool-Aid, they left and went and drank the Kool-Aid. Everybody in that camp did not drink that Kool-Aid, and that's why they was alive to tell the story, because they didn't participate. If everybody would have participated, it wouldn't have been nobody left to know anything well, about it. Well, Mays, you so that that's thing. why I am careful. Well, Mays using that same example. The ones that didn't drink the Kool-Aid realized that wasn't the right thing to do. Or that wasn't, you know, that's not what they were there for, right? No, they just they didn't drink the Kool-Aid because they uh, they didn't believe in what he was putting out. The same. But they followed him there. Let's talk. They followed him. They went there. They all went to the camp. If they didn't believe okay, in him, they, they all went to believe in him. That's right. And then so a couple of them got together and said, man, this ain't right right here. I don't know what's wrong with them. I ain't drinking that Kool-Aid. You crazy? You know? Like and, and, and more than likely, they probably got together in a little secret group and said, look, um, <clears throat> well, we need that thing. We ain't going to do this. We, you know, we're going to try and get the others. But if they don't want to do it, okay. But we ain't drinking that Kool-Aid. We're going we gonna to try to change this thing. What? Yeah, now, what I was going to say, Mr. Stoke, I think uh, the way that you ca- characterize a made statement a little bit, for instance, you know, it, when you're talking about local issues, right, like uh, police shooting and things of that nature, well, certainly, you know, we can have hands on deck and uh, uh, change those things within the community. I don't think May was suggesting that we say, let the shootings go uh, and we'll just, right, and we'll just uh, deal with it later and, or we'll cry at the funerals and move on. I don't, I'm not, I don't think May was suggesting that that's what we do. Uh, when it, as it relates to issues like that. But now, and going this is a question for you. And, that, and for instance, you know, man has used his brain to come up with technology, airplanes, and, and I believe it's a dilemma in going so I really just want to hear your opinion. Uh, X-ray machines, you know, and some of us have been able to, like May said, the, the cell phone, the automobile, these are all man-made technology, you see. So we got this dilemma where man uses his consciousness uh, creates man-made technologies. We use them. We love them. Uh, but as he keeps continuing to raise his consciousness and go into nature more, it was say, oh, shit, now he's going off the rail. You see what I'm saying? So that's a dilemma. So how do we pull man's human ability back, you know, from where you're saying uh, and going that it may go if we continue with the technology? How do you pull him back? Well, first of all, it's already gone there. If you listen to Ray Kurzweil, okay. you'll know we're, 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 we're right on the precipice. Okay. Secondly, I don't think there's anything wrong with technology. It's the misuse of it that's the problem. Is. Okay. And okay. the problem, in my view, is uh, it's a, it's a, I hate to use this word, but to me, the whole issue is a spiritual issue. It's a spiritual problem okay. because, see, with the people that are running the world, they don't have any empathy for anybody else. It's the bottom okay. line. It's profit. It's, you know, they don't care if they kill two million people and call it shock and awe. They don't care. They don't have the empathy, okay? Those who do, uh, that are participating in it, have the choice individually, okay, to say, well, you know, like that, that cop in Ferguson. He said, I can't do this anymore. 
Like the sheriff in Wisconsin, he said, I, I can't throw nobody else out of their house when these poor people are working every day and paying their rent because somebody else is losing the house. <laughs> Family is getting thrown out of the house. So he said he refused to do it anymore. That's all any one individual can do is make decisions based on their own life circumstances, what they will or will not do. There's some things okay. I can't do that I wish I didn't have to do because I'm using Federal Reserve notes like everybody else is. I don't have any choice, so I don't know how to get around that, okay? So, and okay. I know that I'm part of the system, and I'm still supporting that system as long as I'm using those debt notes. Now, how to stop doing that? I don't know how to stop doing that. But there are things that I refuse to do that I know okay. I no longer have to participate in, even though it causes me inconveniences because I'm aware that each little thing I do to stop complying and stop participating, perhaps that will make a difference and maybe it won't make a difference. But like I said, I can't live anybody else's life and nobody else can't live mine. All I'm worried about is doing the best I can to do the right thing. That's it. That's as far as I take it. I don't tell nobody else what to think, how to live, or what choices to make. I don't have that right. All right. Does that All answer right. your question? All right. Thank you, Sister Angoni. Let me bring um, 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 Michael Hood in because he's been waiting patiently. So <laughs> let's bring Michael Hood in. Mike, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Hey, Mike. What's going on? The system's already collapsed. It's already there. It started. It's been in 9/11, and when it happened, um, it's the 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 elitists. They're getting to the point now that they're getting desperate. Cause the young generation is waking up to what all this bullshit is going on. And then what they're gonna do to bring in a new world order? They're gonna they're gonna bankrupt their own businesses. And the first part of even bringing a new world order is America has to fall first. Once that happens, that's going to bring civil unrest in the streets, and they're going to prepare to go after the, not our government, the United Nations is going to come in and prepare to go after the inner cities first. Really? And so when this happens, it's getting very close to it, because if you look at the president for the next president, who is it going to be? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you want to go off by names or bloodline, you could say Jed, Bush, the Bushes, or Hillary. If you want to say that. I don't see no really a president that can run this country anymore. There is no There is one. Hey, can I can I ask the brother a question? It's Michigan. Go ahead, uh, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, man, and if you notice, uh, this happens as well with the Bible. If, if if you notice the. People who believe in prophecy of the Bible, and, I, and I'm certainly not saying I'm against any conspiracy theories, but if the first thing that they do is they look at America, and America seems to be the center of all prophecy of the world, right? Which to me, I yeah. think is bullshit. All right. Because what you're doing at that point is saying that the creative process, right, that created a human, now has stooped so low that he is taking favors of one piece of his creation over another, which I think all of that is bullshit. All right. right. Now, going to the brother's point. See, we I don't believe that America is the center for human existence, period. Let's get that out there first. I don't believe that if America fails, 
now humanity fails. I know that we're tied together globally, but that shit is just not true. In other words, here's what we would have to be saying, that Africans, uh, uh, Asians, and other ethnic groups do not have the ability, if money doesn't exist tomorrow, that they don't have the intellect to go to the ground, to feed themselves, to clothe themselves, even if we have to go back to 100 years ago where we were just farmers, right? So this idea that the world is getting ready to, you know, when America folds or the Federal Reserve folds and the money crumbles, uh, humanity is going to go into this Great Depression. I don't believe none of that bullshit. None of it. <laughs> it might not be the world, and, but it'll be America. And, Michael, who America, I have a question for you. War. And as you said, it's, it's going to be war, man. Antarctic, it's already war. It's been war. No, you, you haven't seen war as you, America. As no, Michael. <laughs> All right. Yeah, what happened? Blank space again? In 24 hours, and they haven't done it yet. Oh. <laughs> if I'd been listening to you, I'd have been like, oh, we're getting deaf and getting to go to bed. And well, see, when else. they do it, they're going to hit us when we ain't going to know. <laughs> that's how they get the people. That's how they're going to well, get us. Well, can just say, it might be on uh, holidays. when the end of the world comes, that's supposed to happen, too. The world is never going to end. Just <laughs> our society, the society of the white White supremacy is about to collapse. The powers, the powers that be, are not going to have this power anymore because they're going to do it to themselves. They're going to give it up because uh-huh. they can bring it. You got order out of chaos. You got to. That's how you bring order. And this is the the last order. If you want to talk about Bible prophecy, I think we're living in Revelations right now. Uh uh-uh. It's already happened. That's why you got the New Testament. So if they already happened this- one time, who's it supposed to happen a second time? And, Mr. Talk, can I interject something to and respond to Mr. Michigan, please? Uh, yes, you can, Sister. I, I, I mean, if you want me to wait, I just wanted to let no, you know I want to say they're not Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to say to Mr. Michigan that I, I this is just my perspective for whatever it's worth. I, I would express it this way. In my view, what happens here in America is going to determine the quality of life for the rest of the world. It's not that nobody else in the world will exist or survive. Probably most of the uh, suppressed so-called nations will survive better than we will in the United States. It's the quality of life, whether they're going to have freedom. I mean, these people are around the world. Do you know in the United, in the United Kingdom right now that people are, are being suppressed and put in jail for saying things? Not just regular people. Even one lady was running for the parliament, and she's facing prison because she spoke up about some things. It's the quality of liberty and freedom that's going to affect the rest of the world based on what happens here in America, in my view. Thank you, Mr. Talk, for letting me share. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate that, Ingona. I just, you cannot pay me to believe that shit. I mean, I hear you. I hear you, but I I just don't believe that shit. <laughs> Why, why, why is that so hard to believe, um, um, uh, Well, I'll tell you why. I'll te- I tell you why. Because what, what, here's what you would have to be doing. You, you, you're assuming that America is leading as it relates to human consciousness and human technology, and that's just not necessarily the case. In other words, Mr. so... Mr. What, Michigan... Okay, what, well, here, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. No, wait, no, wait, wait a minute. I'm not assuming that. You see, look, I lived in okay, Ghana. Well, okay, well, okay. Uh, let me, let me, let me take the word assume out. Let me ask you this, uh, Eric. Name me the one piece of technology that America controls that, if they 
pull it away from the rest of the world, it's going to affect the rest of the world. Just one piece of technology. Name me one. Food production. And they're privatizing water on the globe right now. Are you are you saying that America is the only one who can can produce food mechanically? No. Listen, when I lived in Ghana, they were throwing people off their land. Corporations going over there, uh, uh, growing biofuels on land that was it had been in generations and generations of people. They're introducing the concept of private property that never existed in tribal lands. And I I saw people with beautiful four-bedroom houses that went to Barclays Bank and got a small loan and lost their house because they couldn't pay it back. That's how they take the land from the people. I watched it myself. I I got you. And go ahead. I asked you for a piece of technology that America can pull from the world that would then make the world go into a tizzy. You said I just answered you. Food. You said okay. You said the product. You said the product. Yes, because they didn't the food. All, the All right. Hold, hold on. Norway hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. America is not the only place on the planet who has mechanized food production. You don't understand what I'm saying, Mister Michigan. Okay. Well, taken- maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. They have taken the natural seeds all over the globe. When I was there, I saw this, too, because I had a garden, okay? okay? Where corn would grow, tomatoes would grow and produce one time, and then they would get a fungus on them because they replaced them with they call them terminator seeds. They went around, and, and, and Kofi Annan was instrumental in that. And you can read a document called Memo 200 by Henry Kissinger. It's a declassified document. And also there's an article on global research that explains that. It's called the Doomsday Seed Vault. D-A-U-L-T. It's not a new document, okay? And they have literally gone around the globe and taken away the natural seeds where farmers used to collect and reproduce their crops. In India, 150,000 farmers for the last eight years have committed suicide, and now they're leasing their children out to pay their debts because Monsanto went over there and had them collateralize their land in order to get seeds, and when the crop don't yield, then they lose their land. Well, haven't they banned him in some places? Hmm. Pardon me? Monsanto seeds, they have banned him in some places. Some countries he can't even go. Yes, they did in the U.K. They did in the U.K., and guess what? Under these secret trade treaties, they put it right back on them. Mm -hmm. uh, What's his name? Dr. Paul Craig Roberts was just speaking about that recently in one of his talks, that he said when they find out in France and other places in in the European nations that they have now had their diet uh, given away by the crooks to these trade deals that they're making in secret, that some of them crooks may die in the streets. Now, those Mm. are his words, not mine. Mm. Wow. (laughs) All right. We seem to have lost Mr. Michigan. I don't know if he can get back in on his Obama phone. Let's hope so. But if not, we're going to keep on going. (laughs) But, yeah. Um, you know, Monsanto was the first person I thought of. You know, because they, they privatize water, Mister Clark, Mister Talk. They're yeah. privatizing water. That's true. That's in true. In Ghana, you have to have a prepaid card and have money loaded on your card to get electricity. You do. You sure do. And in fact, they're using uh, a different type of currency. And uh, you know, the leaders are upset. Yeah, go you ahead. Think I mean, the, the, the ruckus over the, in the Middle East is about the rights to the water. 
to who gonna own the rights to that water. So that's been years and years and years ago, and that's what they are bangling over now. Right well, you know what? Right here in the United food. States, yeah. T-Bone like and Pickens that was a problem. Right here now in the United States, Pickens bought sixty percent of the water rights, and then Texas bought them back from him. And the banksters are buying up globally privatizing water. Water. Yep. So we know that. Look, and look at geoengineering. Nobody looks up in the skies no more. I know. They laugh at you when you say anything about that, whoever's talking. When they you see the laugh, in the, when you laugh see the in the skies that they be doing, and you, you got the contract and all of that, whatever they are, I know about all of that stuff. I said I know about it, but it don't bother me. Well, it'll bother your ass when you die. I'm not, I'm not going to. All, all the people that died before then, they didn't even have all that stuff. They still died. But it's that not that it make Hey, wait a minute. Do you know that they're giving five-month-old drugs? And do you know that the, the the youngest case of breast cancer is a little girl now that ain't even a teenager? Are you kidding me? Dogs have breast cancer, too. See, Mr. Talkin, this, this is why I was trying to make the point. When you, when you understand this, man, a damn human does not own the damn water. Here's what a human can do. He can get a pistol and stand in front of the water and say, I own it. But if somebody uh, comes uh, with a bigger pistol and kicks his ass, then he doesn't own the water. See, this is uh, what I'm talking about. Well, you tell them Indians not own the water? Tell them Indians up there that, 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 that some company, I some hear company. You, I hear you ain't on it. Okay, so so if if you need some water ain't on it, and this dude standing in front of the water finally said, hey, you can't have none of this damn water. You're going to do one of two things. You're going to try your best to move his ass away from it, or you're going to die of starvation. Which one is it going to be? I don't even understand your point. I, 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 I really don't I'm get make, your point, I'm making the point because you keep making the point that there's a certain group of humans that's hoarding up all the natural seeds, that's hoarding up all the water, and we're in trouble. That's why I'm making the point. <laughs> so, so you don't think we're in trouble? Everything's cool, huh? We should just, just, just don't worry about it. Just okay, be so happy. What, don't so, don't so worry about we, it. Ain't. So what? So, no, I didn't say don't worry about it. I'm asking you. If you got humans, you're saying that's hoarding up all the natural seeds out of the earth, what, what's your suggestion to counter that? To be aware of it. First of all, you have stop to. Them. Being aware does not stop them from listen, hoarding the seeds. That's listen. the point. In order to solve problems, one must first be aware that there okay. is a problem. Now, I'm okay, done. So we know that they're hoarding the seeds. So now we know it. You just told us. What do we do about it? Don't so vote in 2016. Don't vote. What? You see what I'm saying? Now, you see how silly that sounds? Don't vote and that stops them from hoarding the seeds. You see how silly that shit sounds? If nobody go vote for a president in 2016, you know the elite will look, they'll look dumbfounded in the face. <laughs> is that going to stop them from hoarding all the natural seeds? I mean, it, 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 basically what it is, it's going to be a, it's gonna be war, man. It's going to be outright that's chaos, the, man. All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. That's the solution, but that's the answer. There will be yeah. war over oil. There will be war over food. And there will be war over water. And then the depopulation at the time when I feel it's the cabal, the, the, the families will feel it's right. Mm. They'll pull the plug, and that's it. 
Mm. You know, all over the world, every nation is undergoing um, an economic collapse. That's why our dollar is still okay because the European Union, they're worse than they're worse off than we are. Plus, we have the petrodollar. The new world order is, is the old world order just coming into today's time. Yeah, that's why we are ISIS. Because America is broken. The European we don't want to hear about no ISIS because there is no, they uh, no yeah, ISIS. They need See, you, you, they can get more money, but really bring in the, the, the oh, new yeah. order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why think, yeah, right. Yeah, well, why do you think Turkey Turkey is a, is buying oil from ISIS? What do you know about Turkey? Why, why do you think Turkey shot down that um, Russian plane? You know, we're probably in World War Three right now, and we don't even know it. Yeah, you, yeah, we would be in, and we were listening to you just like I said. You said America and Russia was getting ready to go to war about uh, six months ago. Hey, it, 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 yeah, I'm getting to the final parts now. It just well, all what happened? Uh, it don't look like it happened. You said in 24 hours they would be fighting. So well, everybody. I don't know who you got that from, but you need to call them back and tell them feeling like that. I can't remember saying that. Oh yes, you did. The French are uh, the French are trying to um, gain back the land. I think from Algeria, they're trying to do some other crap. British, of course, they never liked the idea that America um, assumed their role as the um, the leader of the world. Russia's expanding again. We've never stopped expanding. The whole world's always been in conflict. Yeah, that that is so true. That is so true. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, because you can look at you can look at the way the, the things are going in the world today, and, and and you tell it's not long. It's not long at all. You know, and, and the, the more before things is just going go to chaos. And so, I mean, actually, you can kind of say it's in chaos now, even here in the United States. Of course, we're look. We have 94 million people who are not even registered as being people who are looking for a job, 94 million who are out of the, um, the statistics by the, um, the, Bureau, of, the um, Bureau of Labor of the, uh, their unemployment statistics. The real unemployment statistics isn't 5%. And you, got, and Joe, you also 20, got jobs that can't even be filled because people don't know how to do them. And you got jobs that can't be filled because people don't know how to do them. Uh, okay, but that still has the So what do you count for that? Say so what, Jermaine? You have jobs that's not being filled because people don't know how to do them. They don't have anybody qualified to do them. That's going to be part of the problem, then. We have that's 22%. what the problem is going to be. 22%. You know, wait, 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 wait. Five people wait. Who don't you know have what? Hold on for a minute, man. Hold on for a minute, Joe. You know, I, I'm so, so so tired of hearing that you don't have people qualified to do jobs. Really? I'm not saying qualified. I'm saying the jobs that they need people to work to do, like coding and different things like that. They don't even have enough American people, so they're going to have to get the people from somewhere. And why is that? Because people are not interested, I guess, in doing it. Mm. And they're not qualified in themselves to do it. Mm. In any case, everybody don't want to be, uh, how would you say it, just looking for a job. People, well, companies, I, people own companies that can't even find people to do that work. Which means that the American Which they own them themselves, but they don't have enough people. You got to have people to do do the work. 
But you want Okay. We lost Maze also. Hey, hey. All right. Hey, here. Hey, huh. hey, hey let me yeah. let me let me say this, bro. I guess uh-huh. this is this should be a ray of hope. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. If, if if you have places on the planet where individuals have dropped nuclear bombs, right? Uh-huh. Killing the livestock, humans, scorching the earth, and now we have some of those same places where human beings are thriving on. I guess the point is this. I don't know that we're going to get around any, we're going to have this world where there's no human calamity. I guess, it, and we're really not disagreeing, I guess the point is, what role are we going to play? Are we going to play the role of watching the damn movie or making and I think that that brings us back to um, <laughs> the ground zero. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, what I was talking about an hour and a half ago. Yeah, that brings us all the way back to, you know, to the, to the beginning. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, people too brainwashed to really do anything. We're all aware. I mean, I've I've been surprised at how many people I've come across in the last two years, strangers. Okay, who for some reason we struck up a conversation because we're in the same place at the same time, waiting around for something. Um, had something in common um, by some somebody had something in the hand or they had a magazine or something. We started talking. Bang! Everybody knows about the Rothschilds. Everybody knows about the New World Order. Everybody knows that the United States is in a downward spiral. The question is. Besides that, Alex Jones has already gotten 300 million people to have listened to his and watched his documentary. So everybody knows everything. What are we going to do other than being aware? Which has yeah, been ah. been for years. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that is it. That is it one, right there. But, yeah. Uh, since people well, are in the system, all, but let me, let me bring to organize and battle um, the system, which people can do. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to stay in the system and try to do what they can to buck the system while still doing, you know, an individual thing or a family thing. But see, but see, you know what, Joe? That is that that is the, that is it right there. You know, it's going to take more than just one person to to to. I mean, it, it you can start with one person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. However, it's going to take a a, a a bunch to make the to make the change necessary. But you have to start. And I think I think that's this is where the disconnect comes in because you have to start by first putting the information out there for people to be aware of. People are aware if, of it. If, if people aren't aware of it, then you know you're aware. They're not aware. You just one person. But if you just one person, you can only get so far compared to two people who can go a little further and so forth and so on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, again, it's, not more, it's more than awareness. It's people have to get off their ass and believe that they can actually right. do something. Right. Okay. Let me bring, this, let me bring um, I think, this cat. Let me bring Kat in. All right. Uh, no. Welcome. No? It's me. I don't know why the boy keeps cutting me off. Can I say my last word? Okay. This Maze. Okay. Go ahead, Maze. Maze? You got cut off again? Yes, you got cut off again. ETR is a mess. Uh, ETR is something else. All right. Well, hopefully she'll get back in. But you know what, though? No matter how much we talk about it, we talked about this either a year ago or two years ago. Someone's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And people are still going to vote either Democrat or Republican, which means people right. are still in the matrix. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, and, you know, I tried to organize years ago. Mm-hmm. I tried. I contacted the uh, the largest, most um, well known freedom organizations in America. Got no response. Like they didn't. They could have cared less. <laughs> you know. Well, you know what it is, Joe. You you didn't have the financial backing. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, let's be honest, because you know that's the bottom. That's it. I mean, let's take a look at Black Lives Matter. You mm-hmm. know, they got Joe Soros that back backing them. So, it, you know, uh, you haven't heard much from them now. Why? Because I don't. You know, I guess he backed off a little bit. But right now. I mean, when it was going big and strong, you had George Soros backing them with some funds. You know, and uh, sadly to say, that's what it comes down to. You know, who who are you willing to get in bed with to, to achieve your objective? Yeah, all desperation. People, yeah. people get together like they have with, with countries that have been bombed down, um, you know, and try to get together. And then, but they, they won't have the resources available then. Right. You know, when the crash comes, people think, well, okay, we'll have a crash. Maybe it'll be unpleasant for a few months, then we'll get back on our feet. When the crash comes, if it's going to be a real economic crash, think about this. No food in the supermarkets, okay? There's going to be riots in the street. You have the utilities shutting down. You won't have people going to work. You'll have people killing each other for food. That's what happened over in Yugoslavia with the Serbs versus the, um, what is it, the Croatians, when Clinton bombed the hell out of them. We've never suffered, uh, we've suffered the economic depression back in the 1920s, but we've never suffered the way other countries have. Right. Right. So we keep thinking conceptually, well, the crash isn't going to be much. It'll inconvenience us for a few days. I won't go to the 7-Eleven for a few days, and maybe I'll... I'll save up some money to pay my bills late, you know, for a couple of months. Uh-uh. You won't have food. You won't have water running. Okay? You won't have utilities. You have to have candles. You have to worry about marauders. And then, if it comes at a certain time, then you'll have to worry about drones. Because even the people who are preppers, they won't be able to escape the drones. Hmm. Yeah. That is so true. The crash, the crash that will come, if it comes very, very heavily will come very, very heavily, and no American will know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> well, that's very difficult. <laughs> uh, hey. you, better, you, better go to, you better go to church this Sunday here. No. Well, you, look, yeah. you better go to church this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you better go to church this Sunday. Huh? <laughs> my guy, we got eight more years. Uh, you know what? You know what? I don't give it eight more years. I, I really don't. The way it's looking, it's not going to be eight more years. <laughs> he yeah. might, hey, you know what you're going to do, um, Eric? You might as well just let Obama get the um, state president, you know? Everybody's <laughs> going to look like they can, they can do the job. Might as well keep Obama in the chair. <laughs> what? You talking about the worst president in the history of the United States? Are you kidding me? That's a whole yeah, other question. <laughs> 
Oh, and the one after him will be worse. I predicted that when Bush, um, you know, retired, as it were, you know, when he, he couldn't go for the third election, I, I didn't know Obama was going to get in. I thought it was probably going to be McCain. But I had warned people, the next president is going to be worse than Bush. He set the precedence. People will follow that. Congress has been corrupt for decades, you know. And what happened? We got Obama. The next one after Obama, I don't care if it was um, Mother Teresa. She turned out to be a crook, too. Well, I, hey, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, we'll, right. we'll agree on, well, I'm going to make this statement. This, the theory that uh, so goes America, so goes the human, so goes the world. Uh, it, I bet, you know, you can go to other places around the world, and they'd probably run your ass out of their country. It's right now. Okay, Mitch, what you're, what you're thinking is that America is not really hooked up heavily with the other world, I mean with the rest of the world. But everybody in in the world is hurting, everybody. So America is doing better than anybody else. So if America does go, it will mean most likely that the European Union and Asia, they've already fallen. So when America goes, they can't come to us for help. And it will be the world collapse. Except for the people who are on the Greek islands who will have their own generators, they'll have their own billion-dollar mansions and billion-dollar islands and billion-dollar yachts watching everybody suffer. You know, the, Joe, that's, that's interesting because I don't really think that the rest of the world wants to come to America for help. Um, you know, a lot of them are trying to move away from the dollar as, it is, as we speak. You know, I remember China China started its own, you know, little central oh, yeah. bank. For you know, for that that their area of the world, so you know, it's just a matter of time, man. It is really, really. yeah, because Russia and China are trying to get they're trying to replace the dollar with their own world currency, which is going to create dissension within them because they're trying to share um, gold currencies, I guess rights or levels or plateau, which means they're going to fight. Um, against each other as well sometime in the future. Because their power, power is not going to release power. Power keeps grabbing more power. Yeah, once you have all the money in the world, well, what else do you need? Power and control. Yeah. And these poor countries, they don't even know that they're being controlled by the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. The Rothschilds um, network, because you put all their money together, is $800 trillion. Well, that's a hell of a lot, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money there. <laughs> a yeah. lot. So my question has always been, what do, you, what do you buy for the richest people in the world when they already own the world? You know, for mm-hmm. Christmas. Some sanity. Huh? <laughs> Some sanity. Oh, yeah, that's something which they could do. <laughs> Once they have, you know, like um, Angoni was talking about with Kurzweil with uh, transhumanism. When they start merging with the um, with the androids, that's when America. That's when the world is in trouble because these people it'll only be a sh- uh, a short um, skip and a hop until they reach what they consider to be more immortality, and mm. then the rest of the world won't matter. You will see death by the millions. You know that that's a good point, Joe. With the way the robots are being turned out now, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of them already have them, you know? Yeah, it could be. 
But, you know, let's, I would say in the next 20 years, with technology at the rate of progress that it's going, I would say you'd be able to mesh. And see, this is the hope that, they, um, that they've um, dangled in front of the human race, that everybody will be able to mesh and get new bodies, and they'll be able to replace arms with prosthetic arms and prosthetic legs, and you'll be able to download your consciousness, and you'll have, a, you know, a Twilight Zone existence. Uh-uh. It's going to be for them. And we'll be in Hunger Games. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have yeah, you're gonna have to have the mark too to go buy all that stuff too. You're gonna have to have that chip. Yeah, and that's where the issue is gonna come in at, right there. <laughs> I ain't taking no shit. I don't understand what it is. No because I guess I'm gonna have to be underground. Because I'm, I'm sorry, you ain't shooting me with nothing. I'm not doing the mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. If you don't take if you don't take the chip. They don't allow your children to school. They don't allow you to go to the hospital. Okay. Um, yeah, they've already proposed that years ago. Mm. You know, they haven't yeah, law yet, but that was yeah. something they were talking about. You know, okay. I have no problem with that. I probably can teach my child better than they can anyway. <laughs> oh, I, my family got a history, a good history of health, so I ain't too worried about that. Yeah, yeah right. I don't need that. Yeah, I got good health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need yeah. my AR-15. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see, who is this? Uh, five six one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? I just want to give you one more website because the drones, big uh-huh. problem. And that's uh, G as in George, M as in Mary, N as in Nancy, K as in Kite, E as in Eat, N uh-huh. as in Nancy.com, com. A must see, especially if you're a lawyer. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All thank right. You. Well, thank you. Thank you, Elvira. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, y'all. Well, we only got it's only us three. So, Michael Hood, what's your last word, sir? Oh man, good show, man. Good show. Glad to see you on here again. Yeah, I try. Yeah. I try. I should yeah, be good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We living in some crazy times, though, and people need to wake up and understand what is going on. Because mm. it's, it's, it's getting serious. It's very it's, it's picking up fast too. It's very fast. Twenty sixteen will be interesting, huh? No, I was saying very fast. Go ahead. Yeah, twenty sixteen is going to be an interesting year with false flags going on in America. These ICE attacks are going to pick up in America, and it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Then the government is going to start labeling American citizens as being part of ISIS. Mm. They just pick people out of the street. You, you with ISIS, you just, just take people off the street. That's what they're going to start doing. That's how they going to mm. start it all. They're already doing the stuff. They, they, want to, they already want to have martial law in place before the collapse happens. They're not going to be precisely on time when it happens, but they're going to try to be a day ahead before it. Mm. I can see that. I can see that. I really can. All right. Thank you, Hood. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, I'll be getting with you on another issue also. All right. All right. All right. All right, Joe. Your last word, sir. 
Okay, as long as we're still having this election um, process, this dog and pony show, this smoke and mirrors, then I know that America really isn't doing anything. Okay, because if we did wake up, we wouldn't worry about, okay, is Trump ahead? Is a caution behind? Who's going to face Hillary? We wouldn't even bother about that. We would have already had the people in Congress who would have actually represented us to to have washed away the corruption. But since we have, we're still having this nonsense. That means status quo, business as usual. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to say. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You have a wonderful weekend. You too, Eric. You too, Mitch. You too, everybody else is listening. All right. Uh, let's see. Cloud, you want anything? You got anything to say before we get up out of here? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, huh. All right. So, man, what a great show. What a great show. A lot of information, a lot of dialogue. Um, and hopefully it has inspired a few of you to get up and, and take some, some type of action. Just don't sit back and say, oh, well, it doesn't pertain to me. I'll deal with it when, they, when it does because it will be too late. It's almost too late now. Um, remember, you're not bulletproof. None of us are bulletproof. Okay, so one way or another, you're going to be affected. One way or another, you will be affected. You may not want to admit it now, but I say take a look. Just take a deep look. Are you prepared? Are you prepared for what's what's coming your way? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> well, you got three days to think about it. We'll, we'll, I think we'll um, come back to this area of discussion Monday. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, y'all. It's been fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, reopen some some thoughts I had, make me do some more research. So it's going to be on point for sure. Um, I want to say thank you everybody for participating. Hood, it was good to see you, man. Elvira, thank you for stopping by and the, the great website she gave me. Um, I checked those out. Um, Freddie and everybody else who participated, thank you. East Coast fourteen forty one in the chat room, thank you for dropping by. Appreciate the conversation. Um. Love y'all, man. Love y'all. Uh, just remember, uh, we'll be back Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. Uh, make sure you keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, man. If you laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. Uh, man, you know, I had I, I done a um, uh, song of the day mix, but apparently it didn't upload correctly. So I have to go back and upload it again, and I guess that we'll do that for Monday. So we're going to take you out of here with Raheem DeVoe and his song, Bulletproof. Until Monday, y'all, y'all have a great weekend, and I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you. All right, have a great one. I'm out.
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.